Hello and welcome to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles. I welcome you back and I'm very excited for this brand new episode of Weathering the Storm. Today we are recording episode 10 here in season three and it's hard to believe that we've already gone through nine episodes, but we're walking through this season with the lead statement, Weathering the Storm, When? And today we want to take the title from the scriptures, Weathering the Storm When Your Eye Wastes Away with Grief. That phrase is found three times in the Psalms, and we want to look at those three uh, passages today in our study. But we want to think about this from a very personal uh, perspective, because all of us have had times when we've had to cry, and we've had to get it out of our system. And we're going to think about an individual in the scriptures who was very acquainted with that, one who cried a lot, uh, one who was was uh, had had his share of weeping sessions, if you will. But I believe we can gain a great comfort and encouragement from looking at these psalms and looking at the context and the passages here, in hopes that it will help us to weather the storm when our eyes waste away with grief. Before we look at these three psalms together, I do want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to go and to check out our website, scatteredabroad.org. Go and find all the different podcasts on this network. We are uh, growing. We have more podcasts joining the network, so it's very exciting. But we have content coming out every day of the week. And so we want to encourage you to go and and to check out that content. Hopefully, uh, it can be uh, helpful to you. Also, if you have any questions or comments or you'd like to contact us, you can send an email to us at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Also, we have a Facebook page. We encourage you to go there, like that, and check out what's on that page. Check out our Instagram page. And most importantly, we ask that you pray for this effort as we are striving to bring glory to God and to reach as many souls with the gospel as possible. In particular, in this podcast, we're striving to help everyone weather the storms of life by looking to God, and by gaining strength and comfort from His Word. With that being said, as we kick off this uh, this episode today, we want to go to the Word of God. And if you're in a place where you can open up uh, your copy of God's Word, whether that's a physical copy or on your phone or whatever the case may be, I want to invite your attention to Psalm 6. Psalm 6 is where we want to begin. And I mentioned that three times in the Psalms, This phrase, I waste away with grief, is found in three specific places. Psalm chapter 6 and verse 7, Psalm 31 and verse 9, and Psalm 88 and verse 9. And so again, we want to look at these passages together, kind of take a a bird's eye view of the psalm itself, and then I want to share three points of application with you that will hopefully help you when your eye wastes away with grief. You know, when my dad passed away in the next few moments, I was I was numb. I remember the shock of seeing him the way that I did and, and finding him the way that I found him. But I guess it was because the children were there, or maybe it's because I didn't want to startle my wife any more than she was already startled. And so there wasn't any loud crying or screaming or anything like that. I tried my best to keep my composure, to talk to uh, the sheriff's office, the, the individuals that came in to talk to family members, to be able to give information to whoever was needing it at that time, and just trying to keep my composure. 
I remember also that day that I had to go and tell my mother what had happened. And my dad and I were, were going to go visit her that day. And so instead of me showing up with him, my aunt and uncle went with me. And that was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, probably the hardest, was to look my mother in the eye, who's been going through so much herself, and to tell her what had happened. So I, I held everything together the best that I could. But the more I went into the back room, the more I was in the house, the more I was by myself at times, the more I realized I just couldn't stop crying. There were so many different emotions that I felt. Of course, I lost my dad. He wasn't going to be there anymore. And I knew that Thanksgiving and Christmas and uh, the baseball season, I'm about to coach. We talked about that a lot. I, just, I guess I thought about all those things. I just had a very hard time containing my emotions. But let me say to, to those of you who are grieving or those of you who are going through a difficult time, it's okay to cry, and it's healthy to do that. Uh, it's healthy. It's a good thing to do. But even though this is a healthy outlet and it's something that really comes natural, I remember the night that we stayed in the hotel room and – I was watching everybody else. You know, they were able to sleep. My wife and I, of course, we were struggling to sleep. But there was just a time when I had to really, really cry and really let it out because everything just kind of came in and hit me at once. And I remember picking up my Bible, and I just turned to the Psalms. And I just started reading Psalm after Psalm after Psalm and coming to Psalm 6 and listening to what David said about his eye wasting away with grief. And I didn't really understand what that meant. But in that moment, I got an understanding. I got a sense of this concept of your eye wasting away. If you've ever cried like that, your eyes hurt. And it's a different kind of hurt. And you try your best to keep going and keep moving, but it's just so painful. I just remember every time I would close my eyes, I would see things that I don't need to be seen because that was very painful. And so I try to keep my eyes open. But this idea of your eye wasting away with grief, being in a time, being in a storm where you're very sad and you're, you're feeling a lot of emotion, you're feeling a lot of pain, and you've cried so much that it hurts. Now, I want you to think about that moment, that feeling, and look at David here. Look at the man who is a man for God's own heart and, and listen to his cry. But notice his confidence in God. And we want to walk through these psalms and think about our own lives, the, own, the storms that, that we are facing in our own lives. How can we weather those storms? How can you weather the storm when your eye wastes away with grief? Psalm 6, beginning there in verse 2, David says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me. For my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. Notice that it's not just a physical storm, but a spiritual storm that he is facing. In verse 6, he says, I am weary with my groaning. All night I make my bed swim. I drench my couch with my tears. And then here's our phrase, my eye wastes away because of grief. Here in the context, David is, is referring back to something in which his enemies 
were bringing about this pain. He says, it grows old because of all my enemies. And so depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. But then he says this, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Those three statements that David made, he, he knew that his eye was wasting away because of grief. He knew, and he felt all the pain associated with that, but he also knew that God was there with him, that those tears were not falling on deaf ears, if you will, those groanings, those long nights, that pain. He wasn't having to carry this by himself. The Lord has heard the cries. The Lord has received the prayers. And that's the application that we find here from Psalm 6. When you are weathering the storm and you find yourself crying, you find yourself in pain in difficult times, remember the Lord has heard those cries. And all those prayers you've offered, even if you could barely get a word out, the Lord has heard those prayers as well. You know, we find in Romans chapter 8 that the Spirit uh, intercedes in our prayers with groanings which cannot be uttered. In other words, when you go to God in prayer, sometimes you can't hardly get a word out. But guess what? God understands it. He hears it. And that's one of the blessings of being His children. Now, I don't know how that process works, but I know what the Bible says. And what a great blessing that is. But think about that threefold statement again before we leave Psalm 6. The Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. So first he's heard the voice of my weeping. He's heard me crying out. But then he's heard my supplication. The word supplication essentially means a request. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, for my bones are troubled. He says the Lord's heard that. And the Lord will receive my prayer. There's a great confidence there, isn't there? You know, as Christians, we can have confidence going to the throne of grace and to find mercy in time of need. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. Because of Jesus, of course, our great high priest. But this psalm brings to mind what we find in the book of 1 Peter. 1 Peter 3.12 For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, his ears are open to their prayers. But also 1 Peter 5.7 Cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. And so if you'd like to write that down in the margin of your Bible, if you're like me, you'd like to, to write notes down, put 1 Peter 3.12 in 1 Peter 5, 7, beside the heading of Psalm 6, the subscript in my Bible says, A prayer of faith in time of distress. That's what we find, that's what we find here in this psalm. David says, My eyes wasting away with grief. I'm in a lot of pain, but my faith is not wavering. I'm going to trust that God is hearing this. He's with me, that he'll receive my prayer, and that he will strengthen me to get through this trial. And dear friend, God will help you to weather this storm that you are facing. Let's look at our second psalm, and that's Psalm 31. Psalm 31. And here we're going to notice what is said in verse 9. David says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief, yes, my soul and my body. So again, we're acquainted with David, who was well acquainted with grief. Here's an individual who knew what it felt like to spend the whole night crying. But let's look at the overall context here again. Let's look at the, uh, the broader view of this psalm. 
The subscript here says, The Lord, a fortress in adversity. And I believe that's a sermon waiting to be preached right there. The Lord, a fortress in adversity. Notice some of these statements that David makes. Verse 1, In you, O Lord, I put my trust. That's where he starts. And I love that. He starts by acknowledging and going to God in prayer and say, Lord, I want you to know that I am putting all my trust and faith in you. And so everything else in this psalm goes back to that. This is a man who truly trusted in God. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Verse 3, for you are my rock and my fortress. Verse 4, for you are my strength. Verse 6, I trust in the Lord. Verse 7, for you have considered my trouble and you have known my soul in adversities. Verse 14, but as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. And then verse 23, O love the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserves the faithful. Here is a man of God speaking from experience. He says, I trust in God. I have trusted in the Lord and he's delivered me. He has not let me down. He has considered my trouble. He knows exactly what I'm going through. He knows about my enemies. He knows all the adversity that I'm facing. And he is my fortress in that time. Again, we find this phrase. My eye wastes away with grief. Yes, my soul and my body. Again, physical storm and emotional or spiritual storm that David is going through. You know as well as I do that when you're mourning, when you're grieving, you're going through a process, there's emotional and mental pain, but certainly there is physical pain. You wake up the next day and you're sore. If you've attended a funeral of a loved one, if you've have gone through that, that long day, that long process, your body's just, you're just wore out. You're exhausted. Here's David going through these emotions as well. So picking back up in verse 9, let's read a little bit further. He calls on God to have mercy on him because he's in trouble. Again, he's going to the right source. Verse 10, he says, My life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. I want you to notice, he says, my life, my soul, my strength, my iniquity, my bones. He is acknowledging that on his own, he's not going to get through this. And so how is he going to? He's going to keep his trust in God. That's verse 14. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. He makes that declaration. The God of heaven is my God. He is going to get me through this. I love verse 15. My times are in your hand. The good times, the bad times, the storms of life, they're in the hands of God. And we need to put them there and keep them there and trust in Him. Before we leave Psalm 31, I want you to notice how it ends. And this is so encouraging. And you picture David saying this to all the faithful of God of all the ages. When your eye wastes away with grief and you're striving to weather the storm, remember verse 24. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. So from Psalm 6, we noticed that if we want to weather the storm when our eye wastes away with grief, we need to remember that the Lord has heard the cries and he's received the prayers. 
Here in Psalm 31, we've learned that we need to trust in God and be of good courage. But then finally, let's look at Psalm 88. Psalm 88. This is a a unique psalm, a song, a psalm of the sons of Korah. Beginning, O Lord, God of my salvation, I have cried out day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. Verse 3, for my soul is full of troubles. So this individual, one of the sons of Korah, who is uh, penning the words of this psalm, like David, is in a very difficult time, a very difficult trial, and his eye is wasting away with grief. Notice verse 9. My eye wastes away because of affliction. Lord, I have called daily upon you. I have stretched out my hands to you. Verse 13. To you I have cried out, O Lord, and in the morning my prayer comes before you. You know, when you read through this psalm, again, it's, it's very interesting. It's very unique. Again, uh, many have ascribed it to David, but the subscript uh, here says it was one of the sons of Korah, Heman the Ezraite, contemplation, or um, a, a poem, a psalm that he, that he penned. A very unique psalm. Someone who's obviously going through a difficult time. But what you notice about this when you walk through it, and you look at all the different questions, this individual feels alone. And even though he's weathering this storm, he keeps on going to God in prayer. He keeps on reaching out to God. I love the language there in verse 9. Lord, I have called daily upon you. I have stretched out my hands to you. You picture the stretching out of hands. You picture someone on their knees going to God in prayer. He says, I've done this daily. You think about 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. That means have a, a lifestyle of prayer. When things are going good, when things are going bad, you go to God in prayer. This individual says, I've done this daily. I'm calling out to you. And so there's the application for us. When we're striving to weather the storm, when our eyes are wasting away with grief, keep on reaching out to God. Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount, he said, Ask, it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened unto you. Ask, seek, and knock are present tense verbs. means keep on asking. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Luke eighteen one. men ought always to pray and not to faint. And so that is the encouragement that we get from, these, from this psalm in particular, but from the overall view of Scripture. Keep on reaching out to God. Keep on praying. Keep trying to work through it in your own mind, but understand that I need to give this to God. And He's going to help me get through it. So today we've taken this title from Scripture, When Your Eye Wastes Away with Grief. We've learned from Psalm 6, Psalm 31, and Psalm 88 that we can weather the storm when our eye wastes away with grief if we will understand and remember that the Lord has heard the cries and He has received the prayers, if we will trust in God and be of good courage, and if we will keep on reaching out to God, He will keep on being there for us being that fortress, being that strength that we need, being that anchor 
to keep us grounded and rooted when the storms of life come our way. I thank you so much for listening today, and I do hope and pray that if you're going through a hard time right now, you find yourself crying day in and day out, you find yourself crying yourself to sleep, that you remember the points that we brought out from this episode, and that you'll remember that God is always there for you, and He wants to help you get through this. May God bless you as you weather the storm. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.